just spoke very quickly. I think we are out of time now. Let me request everybody to collect the offerings. Let's just take a song and say, I'll fly away with glory.
How many agree that the name of Jesus has power? That name can raise you from the dead. That name can paralyze the devil. That name makes you powerful. And this name has had a power for over 2,000 years. In your moments of confusion, in your moments of battles, breathe that name. God is sure to hear you. Amen. And we greet all of you in the name of Jesus Christ. It's great to see all of you this morning. How many are ready to hear the weight? Let's just turn to uh, maybe musicians. This song that was on my heart last night. I may not sing it now, but I want you to remember it once I'm done with the sermon. It, it, I see it's Amen. Amen. Hey, I know Zulu these days. You'll remember it. Uh, we need to sing this one. I, I can't remember whether is it a worshiping song or is it a praise or is it a chorus? It's a praise. Uh, this one, let's not leave church without singing it. It was on my heart last night. I'm such a great singer when I sing alone. Amen. Sometimes angels enjoy how I sing. I'm not sure how uh, humans will react to my singing. Uh, but in the meantime, I'll continue singing for the angels. When I'm ready, one day I can come and sing for you. Amen. How many know that when you are in the shower, you become a great singer? How many of us sang in the shower? Hallelujah. It's, it's great there. Every note you hit is perfect. Amen. So that while you are enjoying, no one needs to walk close to the shower. Amen. Because some of us, they may not know whether you are singing or crying in the shower. Amen. A brother told uh, us that the wife was singing, uh, another brother's wife was singing in the house. And now, the brother was outside mowing the lawn and could hear the sister singing. Now, he rushed back into the house and said, hey, 
sister, stop. What did that and then we see that what's the matter? Oh, daddy, what you going to say? You see, if people pass by, they will say I'm beating you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, it's uh, some the way some of us sing. Oh, man. But the way is it till I get to that new body? Amen. I will get an opportunity to lead to the heavenly choir. You know, I'm very jealous about musicians. When the rapture takes place, we preachers will be out of job. Our work stops right there. But for singers, it will go on for eternity. Uh, how many singers are waiting for that time? Oh, he will sing for eternity. Let's go to the first book, first Chronicles, chapter 4, verse 9. To ten. It reads in this manner. That's first Chronicles four, verse nine to ten. It reads in this manner. And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren, and his mother called him Jabez. Saying, because I bear him with sorrow. And Jezebel called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed and enlarge my coast, and that thine hand might be with me. And that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. Uchabesi wabi zangulungulunga Israeli wati. Sengati ungabusisa nukubusisa. Wandi se umkaulo wami. Isanda sako sibe nami. Ungifigele bubini. Gingeshelwa ngubushungu. Amen. How many, how many share the same prayer with Jabez where you say, God, enlarge my territory? Enlarge my blessings. Enlarge my responsibility. Amen. And then the book of Deuteronomy, uh, that is chapter 19. Verse 8 to 9. Verse 8 to Peter 9. It reads in this manner, he found. If you found it, you can say Amen. If the Lord that God enlarge thy coast. As he hath sown unto thy fathers, give thee all the land which he promised to give unto thy fathers. If thou shalt keep all these commandments to do them, which are commanded thee this day to the love of the Lord thy God, 
to love the Lord thy God and to walk ever in his ways, then shalt thou at three cities more for thee beside these three. Uma uchehova ngulungulu wako, ewandisa umkawulo wako, jengu kufunga kwa ke kuyitho, akunika lonke, ize, atembisa ukubanika lona oyitho. Uma utina yonke limiyalo ukuba uyenze, engakuya langako, namusha, umtande uchehova ngulungulu wako, uhambe njalo gezindlela zake, uzitasisena eminye, imizi, emitatu, as we pray, most gracious Heavenly Father, we are right in your presence. Amen. Lord, when we are in your presence, the miracles are bound to happen. And that is why I believe every believer is pregnant with an expectation this morning. Amen. And say, God, come and speak to my heart. Lord, you have never let anybody down at any point in time. Yes, Lord. I know you've got the ability not just to meet the expectations, mm. but to exceed expectations. Mm. And that is why this day should be no different like the days in past where you exceeded our expectations. Mm. I commit every man and woman in this building to you that whatever is going to be spoken here let it be for their edification. Yes. Amen. Let them be able to walk from this place and say, from the level that I was, I migrated to a new level. Yes, Lord. That is why we are here to be subjected to your law of growth. That's why I keep on saying we can never remain the same. We should be better than we were yesterday. And Lord, even the devil must know that we are better than yesterday. Lord, that is why certain battles, when we fight them, is because you really, really trust us. Amen. Because you only take soldiers to the battle. Mm. And Lord, that is why this morning the soldiers have come here and have assembled in this military camp to hear you as the great captain, what you would share with them, and they are interested to know the military secrets mm. so that when they go back, they are able to fight Whatever turf that they've been allocated in, dear God, mm. that is why I committed this service to you for your glory. In the most gracious name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. As you take your seats for a couple of minutes. Amen. And then we are happy to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Uh, I'm bringing greetings from Pastor Mshito. How many know Pastor Mshito? You receive the greetings. Amen. And then uh, his son came to me. And he says, I must tell you that you are a great singing church. He says, Pastor, I can't wait every after Sunday or after Wednesday to download the messages. And he says, just pass my appreciation to the church. Right. Amen. 
Can clap your hands. Amen. Amen. Uh, I think uh, it is just our intention to to contribute to the body ministry. We don't want to be better than anybody, but we want to do our best for God. Amen. The, the way we are always doing it, we say we just want to be better than how we were yesterday in saving him. Amen. This morning I want to speak about enlarging your territory. That is what I have. God bless you, sister. You know. Amen. I want to speak about enlarging your territory. Uh, because uh, when you are a believer, uh, how many know that when you are a believer, you must be territorial? They, they must be areas that you, you demarcate and say, this, this is my place. Uh, because if you do not know your place, uh, you will not know what to fight for. A country that doesn't know its borders, such country will not know its sovereignty. The reason South Africa is a country is because they've got the borders that they have set and they know that to this far this, this is our land. And, and they know that should another uh, country uh, can encroach on their land. It is a direct provocation to the sovereignty of the country. Uh, it doesn't matter how small a country is, but a country must know its, its sovereignty. And for, for that, the battles that we have seen in the Bible have always been territorial battles. When you go, when they moved into the promised land, it, it was God's expansion program. Uh, Caleb said, I will take over the mountain. And Manasseh went and identified an area and all the tribes they identified their areas and after they had taken over the area within that area they had the tribal territories 
Manasi knew where to plant the corn. He knew that this is my demarcated area. And if an intruder went onto that land, there is a way that they would drive the intruder away. And I checked even in the animal kingdom, I find that animals by nature they are territorial. When you walk into the wilderness, the wilderness doesn't just belong to everybody. There are some territories. Even amongst the base there are some territories. And they've got a way to mark the territories. Maybe some of you, you might have seen uh, some of the animals, they use the scent uh, or the smell to, to demarcate an area. It could be, it can use maybe uh, a urine uh, just to indicate that this is my area. And uh, no matter how weak an animal could be, but if you confront an animal in its territory, you will see an aggression that you have never seen before. Because why? God has designed every creature by nature to be territorial. And I believe that if you are a son of God and if you are a daughter of God by nature you must be territorial. The reason you see us having the spirit of fighting, actually being a believer, you need to be full of fight. Because actually another name for a believer is that you are a soldier. And a soldier is in a battle 24 7, 365 days. So don't go around life floating. But uh, approach life as a soldier. And as well as believers, we've got our own territories. I mean, your marriage is a territory on its own. Your children is a territory on its own. You've got territories within your life. And I want to say, you should not allow a squatter to come onto your land without being authorized to do so. The greatest strategy that we have today is that the devil is a squatter and without any resistance whatsoever. The, the believers cannot push the devil away. But through this uh, sermon this morning, I 
let us be territorial. Let us protect our territory. Let us fight for our territory. Let us expand our territory. And we know that the person that encroaches on our territory is nothing but the devil himself. And this morning, I don't know how many of you that say he must be driven out. That man is a squatter. And I mean, through the opening of the seals, the title data has been restored back to the human race. So you've got the ability to enforce the title D. And say, devil, I've got an access. And rightfully so, through every redemptive blessings that God died for. Now, when you look at territorial classifications, the tribes have got their own territories. The commercial organizations have got their territories. And in some places, there are some religious uh, territories. When you look at Nigeria, I think it is Nigeria South. It has, it is predominantly a Muslim controlled environment. And when you look at Nigeria North, it is controlled by Christians. And what is happening in that place, it, it, it is the religious group that are fighting for territories. And we've got political territories. And when you look as well what is happening between Russia and Ukraine, it is the territorial war. Because they are fighting over a certain border. And when you look, we've got spiritual territories. And this is what I want to speak about this morning. But before I come there, I need to sensitize you to the fact that even demons are territorial. You realize as you observe, maybe if you observe even on a provincial level, the demons that are predominant in Whitbank are not necessarily dominant in Western Cape, maybe. Uh, Each area has got its own territorial demon. Maybe if you need a scripture, I'll give you a scripture. When Daniel bowed and was praying, Gabriel was sent out with an answer. And the scripture says, then the prince of Persia, we we stood Gabriel for 21 21 days. The prince is a demon. Persia was an area. The prince of Persia, we stood Gabriel for 21 days. So that demon was a really territorial demon. It dominated that area. If you want another scripture, when Jesus crossed 
to the, the sea and got onto the other side. Then he met a man that was possessed with demons. And the demons, they spoke to Jesus and say, what do you want here? Because why? They are territorial. That's why they were requested to be cast into the swine. So, the demons are territorial. Hollywood today has got its own demons that are controlling it. So, France as well, it has its own demons. South Africa has got its demons. But you know why you have been assigned to be in Whitbank? You as an individual, you are a hope to this city. That's why you need not to succumb to the spirit that is dominating the area. Actually, when we say you are the believers in Whitbank, we are not simply saying that you are just a church in Whitbank. You are the overcomers of the people. You are the people that are overcoming the spirit that is dominating here. And actually, you've got a responsibility to break the stronghold of that demon. So that you've got a responsibility never to succumb to the spirit of this area. Because why? God made you to be superior to the demon that is operating here. The reason you are here is to bring an inspiration to the sinners where they observe your life and know that you stay side by side with them but somehow you are not subject to the spirit that is operating here. And when they look at you, they say, if it is possible for this man, if it is possible for this woman, then it should be possible for us. You are here to provide hope for this community. And you playing small, with you playing small, it doesn't do God justice in any way. Because God made you not an overcomer and not a conqueror. But he made you more than a conqueror. Do we, do we have conquerors this morning? Are you aware of the demons that are operating here? Are you aware of the demons that this community is facing? This community in terms of drug addiction? We are almost neck and neck with Western Cape. With Cape Town. So that means one, one in five of young people in this city will be on drugs. It, it, it is the spirit that is dominating. And when you look, I mean, the other time I was checking, checking the statistics, when you look at North, Northwest, it is leading in terms of divorce cases. But here is something beautiful. Every believer is 
in those areas should demonstrate that it is possible to live above the spirit of an area. But how do you live above the spirit of the area? You need to, to have a demarcation. As a believer, you've got to have some non-negotiables for the devil. There are certain areas that the devil must know that it is a no-go area. Because why? When you have a demarcated place, then you can write there and say trespassers will be prosecuted. And I think every believer needs that sign in their life. Trespassers shall be prosecuted. And we know one trespasser. It is the devil himself. Are we together that we need to protect our territories? Your marriages are indicated as a territory. It must be dominated by God. God must have the preeminence in that area. And if things are not going right, then you need to fold your sleeves and start fighting from that corner. And say, devil, not here. Not to this family. This family is an exception because a son of God is in this family. So that means you need to know who you are before you can know your territory. Because if you don't know who you are, then you will be a pushover. The devil will just run over you. But when you've got to, we've got that boldness, the way you tell the devil and say, this area, God assigned it to me and I am his son, I am his daughter, and as a result, you've got no right to be in this area. And you need to drive the devil out. Even your children is a territory. As a believer, your children must be an exception in this age. Don't just accept that the children will go wrong. Amen. Don't just accept that the children will go wrong. But you must have expectation that mine are different. And if they are not different, you need to go to war. Are you afraid when we speak the language of war? Because Christianity is not a bed of roses, it's a war. And the devil, the enemy that we are fighting with is fighting. And he needs the believers that can fight back. And if he has taken a certain territory, you need to say, I need to fight this devil out. If you've got a zone that has been dominated by the demons, or that is dominated by the, by the devil, maybe you need to go there and say, The devil, I'm saving you a notice. You've been a 
squatter here for far too long. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I want to drive you out. You have no legal right to be here. If there is a disease on your body, it simply means the devil has gone onto a zone that does not belong to him. And I think we've got a remedy, which is the word of God that can drive the devil out of your territory. But I say the believers, they must stop being complacent. You must not just be friendly with squatters. You need to classify the squatter for who he is and act towards the squatter the way you should act towards the squatter. If you go back to your home this afternoon and you get into your house and you find the people having thrown a party and when you look at them you don't even recognize them but they are going up and down I tell you the first thing maybe you'll go to the main switch and pull it down and say can I have an attention what are you doing in this house and if maybe they are confrontational and say hey don't make it a big deal we are having a good time the next stop it will be the police station and you will bring the police and say these people must go out you will never sleep until they are out but why do we sleep when the demons are in our territory the same level of agitation that we have when people occupy your physical house we to have the same level of agitation spiritually speaking when the devil is in the house and brother Brenham says the Holy Ghost it's God's agent to enforce whatever you issue out and you the Holy Ghost is waiting upon you to say Holy Ghost I've got a jurisdiction around this area and as a result my jurisdiction has been compromised I see this demon is going up and down in my territory I, I want you to drive out this demon and the Holy Ghost will act upon your instructions and will make it uncomfortable for that demon on your territory I say believers let's be uncomfortable when our land is being taken because that is a direct provocation by the devil and I will read in the quotations of the prophet and where he even say you for a right to look at your own children and say my children you have been saving the devil for far long you have been saving the devil many have been on drugs or whatever but when a believer when a son or a daughter of God rises up with a sense of determination and and save the devil the papers. I tell you, you need to be sick and tired of the devil. And say, devil, I'm really sick and tired of you. Don't just be a walkover for the devil. I'm not just preaching church members, I'm addressing soldiers here. This is a military language. It's 
soldier must protect the sovereignty of its country. And you are here as the representative of the kingdom of God. And we are not going to be pushed over. And the beauty about it, the captain can never select into the battle until he believes in you. I am in this battle because God believes in me. I don't know about you. You can say exactly the same. But the reason I'm holding this Bible and the reason I'm preaching the gospel is because God believes in me. And he knows that I will fight. And if he believes in me, he believes in you. But I say to you, maybe I need to change the language this morning and say, God, you know, since childhood, they've been teaching you, believe in God, but in 2050, under the anointing of the message of the hour, I want to say, God believes in you. In 2050, God is looking at you and say, don't, don't sink. Don't succumb to pressure. Rise up because I believe in you. Don't be overwhelmed by the conditions of time. Because why? When God was selecting soldiers, he knew the time when the battle was going to be difficult. But he selected the people whose makeup will withstand the hour. I'm not a merit in 2050. I'm merit in when they say it's difficult to have one wife I say it's possible because God deposited in me and say my son I know in you it's possible and today I say I believe in myself that's why I will never succumb to the pressure of time yes man the reason you are living in the end times where sin there is a pollution of sin God, God knows that in you there is a DNA of resistance. When everybody is going south, your DNA will begin to activate. Amen. Your DNA will be activated and say, I'm not going south. I'm going north. Because I'm a son of God. We need different people to not conform to this world. You've got your territory and your territory is a territory of holiness. And this church has got its territory. This church will not be like any other church in this city. It will never be politically correct. It will stand for the truth. 
and defend for the truth. Whether it's popular or whether unpopular, but that's our territory. Why do we do it? It's because God believes in us that we will excel it and we will never fail it. That's why this morning my greatest desire is that God expand our territory. Involve that drunkard that is in the shepherd this morning. Let him be included in the territory. And let the power of God take over them and remind them that they are the predestinated sin. You came to church this morning because we want to claim you under the authority of the word. And say, my sister, my brother, you are different. Do not succumb to this well. Do not conform to this well. You are different. Your thinking must be different. Your living must be different. Your dressing must be different. Because why you are different. Your God is different. The way you believe is different. That's why you are different. I'm happy that I'm different. And that's my territory. And I will protect it. How many will protect that territory? Don't give up on your territory. And here is something that I want to tell you. The footsteps. They mean possession. And how do you gain possession? Walk over the land. Walk over the land. Wherever you go, walk over. This area, the devil is there. Walk over there. A possessor walks and possesses. Are we together? Amen. We need you to be territorial. Have you ever seen even an innocent a dog that you think, ah, this dog is useless? And when you meet it at the gate, you just kick it. But there are certain areas when you want to kick it. it Why? It's it's territory. The devil may kick you and kick you there. But there must be a time where even if you are weakest of the weakest of believers, but you must begin to roar and say, That's my territory. That's what we need this morning. You, you need to roar, my brother. And the devil and say, Not here. Amen. I tell you, my brother, even if Brewer is a coward, your husband. Yeah, we've got husbands that are cowards. Amen. 
they just get scared everything. Now, imagine if you've got a husband who says, sister has got a, or you. It's an example. Oh, it's one It's one It's Yeah, it's just an example. Now, Uza a sound. I hear sound. In, in the middle of the night. And you jump through the window, you run. That you'll even not bring a testimony and say, Well, I was running King of Alevia. I'm able to let the the believers, one time I ran away. You know, when they meet you the more, a brother was telling me, some, some fellow, uh, obviously, they were involved in a road rage, this, this white man. Uh, and you know how they okay. would do signs. And then this white man just followed this man. And a oppressor. The white man pressed. Ten right. Ten left. When they arrived at home, uh, the brother then packed. His car. And say, is there a problem? Because you can only run until your zone. You can't run beyond your zone. If you run home, then where are you going to run? A, a brother that was a coward. Running away and disappearing. But when he realized that I've, I can't go to the mall, this man is following me. I can't go to a garage. He's following me. I'm going home. And when he got home, he packed the car. That coward became a giant. Is there a problem? And now that white man says, just drove past. That's what we need. When the devil runs after you, you turn right, turn left, only if I could get to church. Only if I could get to church. When you go to the gate, you say, David, is there a problem? Why? It is your soul. Hallelujah. Amen. Until when you walk out of church, you are this small body. Your muscles are strong. You're moving. You even push him away. You, 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 know, you know, when when an animal, I said it the other time, when an animal can behave or a prey, uh, can behave contrary to the attacker. It confuses the attacker. I said if the dog can run after the rabbit, and then the, the rabbit just stops and run towards the dog. No, the dog will say, I've seen rabbits before. But this is different. It will run to you. And when you see the rabbit chasing your dog, you will as well run. Because why? That creature behaves contrary. That's how you need to be like. When the devil think you should run, 
When the devil thinks you should run, you must run towards him. And say, devil, it's an issue. You see him running. If you have been running, stop running. Face your giant. And protect your territory. Amen. Amen. You remember when the Philistines, when they were fighting with the Israelites, it was a territorial war. The Israelites on this side, and then the Philistines on this side, and then from time to time, Goliath will come down the mountain and come in the middle of the mountain and cast the army of God. And he did that for 40 days. And, and the, the deal was simple. The deal was simple. Whoever overcomes us, overcomes me, will take over. And if I, if I overcome him, I will take over. Now it was there with some demarcations. And, and, and you know, as they were there, it's the people that had been in the battle. They, they had been, they had experienced and they looked at him and they knew that based on their experience this was a formidable enemy a strong enemy now, now the, the, and sometimes you, you know sometimes if you know too much your knowledge can be an enemy to yourself but sometimes if you don't know what you don't know you will keep on going forward and I will show you how now when they looked with their military experience they knew that they couldn't do anything to Goliath now they came this young man he had never been in a war he doesn't know how to confront the enemy. And when he went and looked at that man busy casting the nation because his limited knowledge did not justify that this enemy is dangerous. To, to him it was simple. This man is, is casting the army of God. Now when he was there he says no I'll go and take this enemy. Now Saul says, based on what he knew, he says, but you can't go like that. You need a military regalia. And he put on that military regalia. Now, when, when he walked, he realized that his walk, it was not usual. The day I walked towards the bear, it was not this walk. The day I walked towards the bank, it was not this walk. This is a man-made walk. And this is dangerous. And he came, he took off, he took off that military regalia and says, no, I need to go alone. And when he was going there, let me, if he had known what he faced, he would have known the risks 
And he would have maybe avoided going there. But he went with simplicity. And as he went there, maybe he was singing a song. We are more than conquerors. As he was going alone, one man against a giant. And the prophet said, as he was looking, naturally speaking, there was no way that David would have overcome Goliath. Because Goliath was protected. There there was just brass all over him. But as he was going there, the Holy Ghost, as much as the enemy was protected, but the Holy Ghost knew where the enemy was vulnerable. Today you are looking at that problem. You say it's a big problem. God knows where it is vulnerable. You need to find God. And as he was coming there, then he picked up the stones. The prophet said he picked up five stones, which which meant grace, which represented the name of Jesus, and put those stones in the slingshot. And he was going there. The enemy despised him. And said, don't you have a man? This young boy is like an ant. I need a man. But David did not care. He said, you have cursed the army of the living God. But today, I will have your head in my hand. And the prophet of God says, David began to sing. And as he was singing, you know, he was not that skilled. He he was just singing carelessly. But as he was singing, certain power took hold of his hand. And God now began to sing through David. And I say to you, keep on singing. One of these days, God will take over your hand and it will be him singing. And when God took hold of him and swung and the stones were released, the prophet said they were off target. One stone went this way. Another went this way. But he says as they were going off target, the Holy Ghost climbed on one stone that was off target and began to redirect it. And when it was redirected, the man that was covered in brass, that stone where it was directed, it located the spot where he was exposed. And all of a sudden, the enemy came down. How did the enemy come down? The man was prepared to sing. And the Holy Ghost took over the stone. And the enemy came down. Why? David was territorial. He was territorial. And said, this is our territory. You cannot come and curse us. But we will bring you down. I like how he was approaching him. Maybe some people were saying, how do you see how big this man is? But David looked at them. And said, he is too big for me to miss him. It depends on how you look at it. You need to look at that from God's perspective. Because while David was a warrior, I say believers, let's be territorial. Have a no-go area. 
Amen. The prophet of God says, in the message possessing all things, he said the the promise is yours. How many accept the promise? The promise is yours. If you ever get it, you are not going to, it, it, it's, it's not going to be easy. I'm going to tell you that. You're, you're going to have to take it away from Satan. Satan captures your hand. You've got a right to go to Satan. And say, give it back. Hand it over. Please. I come in the name of the Lord. The possessor of heavens and earth. And I am his hand. Give it back. You took my child. You got her mixed up with the wrong boy. You took my boy and mixed up with the wrong girl. I claim them. That, that is my right. I claim my children. I claim my brother. I claim my sister. You Satan. You have taken them from God's house. But I'm coming after them. I, I claim them. I don't know how many in this church this morning. I remember what the devil stole. I don't remember what the devil has taken from them. But they are, they are sitting here. And so, oh David, I'm rising under the order of the wind. I need my children back. I need my husband back. I need my wife back. I must be willing to fight. I need my child back. But you must go to the table. Not God, but you. You must go to the table. You've got a right. And say, David, you took my son. But I want him back. And well, edit. Give him a date as well. And say, by such and such date, I need my child back. I need them back. And as a pastor, when the devil comes over the church, I've got a scriptural right to say to the devil, this church is not your property, but it is God's property. I've got a scriptural right to drive him out. Brother, in your house. You are the priest in your house. And you have got a scriptural right to rise under the order of the way. And say, my children are not your children but I want them back. But you must be able to claim. How many here this morning? That one certain thing that the devil stole. Do we have people here that know the devil has taken something?
They are free. They have got God's agent. But they are afraid. They are afraid. I think there is a there is a war or a territorial dispute between China, part of China, and Japan. Japan over a certain island. Now China claims that that's our island. And Japan says that's our island. But originally the records indicate that the island belongs to the Japanese. I like how the Japanese are saying they say if we can let go of this island and not fight over it, we don't know what else China is going to claim. If that's how it is, brethren, if you let the devil take something without resistance, you don't know what is coming for tomorrow. But while it's starting, Maybe you need to show him what you are made of. You are messing up with the wrong man. You are messing up with the wrong woman. You, you will not even start here. That one that you have taken, no matter how insignificant they are, bring them back. And the devil will respect you. Even when he instructs these demons, he will tell them, be careful of this house. 2238 Protea Street. There, they don't want anything. Don't go there without telling because it will cause trouble for me. You can't just take anything. That's how certain believers like. The devil says, There, don't go. Because if you go there without telling me, uh, the Holy Ghost will hit me with the lightning. So you need to tell me. But why? Because the believers they are willing to enlarge their territory and say, David, this is our territory. A country is in a war zone. They've got certain things that they consider to be critical. The first thing is the if we were to go into war as South Africa, uh, the first, the first, the few things that we need to protect, the first it will be uh, our broadcasting. 
that means SABC it will be a no go zone for the devil or for the enemy you know why because when the enemy fights they would want to capture the, the state media first. Because if they capture it, then they can transmit the messages to discourage. Imagine if, any, if we are in a war with China and China takes over SABC. The first thing that they will do, maybe they will transmit 100,000 South African soldiers dead. They, they will say, they will say, we will not know whether it's true or not true. But it will, that message will demoralize the soldiers that are still out there. So the reason they would protect SABC is to protect the information. The second thing that they need to protect, it will be your telecommunications. That there's communication going on. Another thing that they will protect, maybe it will be ESCOM. Because if the enemy takes over there, it can shut down the country. Maybe another thing that will protect, it will be parliament, because it's symbolic. If they take over the parliament, it will demoralize the country. So in a there are some what we call the must win battles no matter what I cannot concede this area if I concede this area then I am defeated so as a Christian what are your must win battles what are areas in your life that you say yeah no 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 I can't concede maybe here I can't concede. But you must have those must-win battles. And by having them, you become territorial. Maybe you say, the devil, I'm not responsible on how my husband can behave. My husband behaves. But what I know is that you will never get hold of my soul. So you have identified an area that the devil must never touch. Maybe you say, my children give me joy. But whatever happens, you will not go to my children. You, you got to deal with me before you go there. And as a man this morning, what are the areas that you will protect with your life? That you know that if something goes wrong here, I will not rest until I fix things here. And if you don't have those areas, as a husband, your level of priority is shocking. Because there must be certain areas that you must guard. As a pastor can tell you, the first and foremost thing 
that I am guarding at all costs it's my relationship with God nothing will ever compromise that I am willing to sacrifice all for the sake of it the second thing it is my family the devil no matter what he does whether he is bought or what but at my house is not welcome and my house things are done according to the law of God the third thing as a pastor it is this church the devil has got no freedom my question is you you as an individual what are the things that you are territorial about what are the things that you consider untouchables if you've got no untouchables then you are just a casual believer and if you are a casual believer said God does not love borderline believers he wants somebody that can stand for something you don't just go with the flow but as a believer you need to ride on the current and say no ways I will not be like that my question is what are those things if your friends they compromise it you are able to say my friend you know there are some friends that are dumb sort of for a lack of a yes, full. they are foolish a man his friend will propose his wife and his wife will tell him what was he saying and if you go to him and say I want to go to him I want to go to him I heard that he was doing such and such a thing you just hear that this man is not territorial amen gee if my, a man can propose my wife me and the deacons will be at that man's house not during that I'm afraid that but just thinking of it you have gone into a wrong territory I need to sort you out that you, you don't play there hallelujah even if she said no but I said no to you I'm going there but, what is it actually trying to do? Because that's my territory. I have you got a territory? If I've got my a friend, but my friend has offended my wife. Hey, it's my friend. But the men these days they don't have priorities. Amen. You know that if you know you you've got a friend. And any woman. They've got they've got a certain motherly instinct. The woman say. If you can hear umutosfazani at hey. That man that you came with here, yeah, there's something about him, man. I don't know. I, I just don't like you to go be a friend with him. 
You know how men normally will react. You want to control me? They are my friends. Is there a problem? You know what happened to the most men? They found them dead. Then the friends disappeared. And when they say, what happened because you left with him? At, that's a typical weed bank answer. I don't know also. How many parents that told the young boys these friends are not good? No, Mama, don't stress. But Most of them, they found them dead with no story behind their death. Because friends can agree. He's dead. Let's run. Let's say we don't know anything. Do you know those stories? Right? Just find a body in the bush. No story behind the body. No one ever saw him. Disappeared. But some friend knows. Amen. Amen. That's why none brothers. Also you brothers. The God has given your wife to you as a helpmate. You may think you are a shrewd businessman. Your, your, your wife may not understand the numbers. But as you are busy with that business partner, or you are busy talking Maybe around the table and she brings the dishes. One look. She'll <laughs> that this is the thief. When he's gone, that guy is a thief. You don't know him. He runs away with your investment. And then the wife saying, I told you. Brothers. Do you have brothers? Oh, men will never be honest with the sisters. Is there any sister that has ever warned her husband about somebody? Can I have hands, let, let them remain standing. Amen. Don't worry about your husband. I'll, I'll sort him out. <laughs> you raise your hand. Has it ever happened, sister? Can I have hands? Don't be ashamed. Maybe it was a plumber. You say, Luen. This one. Hey, you not do the job. What, what? But it never got fixed. How many, can I have hands? Oh, Amen. There it goes. Did it ever come true? God bless you, sisters. Yeah. I can see some still when they want to raise the husband is looking. Amen. Amen. You remind me about a pastor that made an altar call and say, 
our, our, I as well was controlled by my wife. Now I want to repent. I have not been head of the house. They say, are there any men in the house, in the church that wants to join me? They can join me on the stage. All the men were on the stage. Except one brother. And the pastor says, wait a minute. Maybe the brother will share with us what is his secret. And the brother said, I wanted to come, but my wife said, blaze that. Let's protect our territories. God bless you. Just come the musicians. Let's sing a few more songs. Maybe they just kickstart Scusi by saying, um, Jesus loves me. Or whatever worshipping song. Maybe let it be a Zulu one. believe that
Utumisa. Sia Utumisa. Sia Utumisa. Let's sing it, believers. Thank you, Lord.
Bless your name.
Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, full of joy, Heavenly Father, in our hearts. To know, Heavenly Father, that Heavenly Father, this morning, the decision that we took to come to your house, Heavenly Father, you indeed, Heavenly Father, came down, Heavenly Father, to come and talk to our hearts, Heavenly Father, to come and bless us, Heavenly Father, with the spiritual food that we need in this age, Heavenly Father, that we need in this hour, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we are thankful, Heavenly Father, of our pastor. 
that has given us, Heavenly Father, this food this morning, Heavenly Father, to know, Heavenly Father, that we should enlarge our territories, Heavenly Father. We know it doesn't come cheap, Heavenly Father. We must, Heavenly Father, walk, Heavenly Father, upright, Heavenly Father. Whatever that is in the way that is disturbing, Heavenly Father, we must kick it out of the way, Heavenly Father. The walls of Jericho, Heavenly Father, they have fallen, Heavenly Father. But we know it was not an easy exercise, Heavenly Father. It needed, Heavenly Father, men and women, Heavenly Father, that trust in the word of God, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, there were also men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Heavenly Father, they stood to their territory, Heavenly Father. They told the king, Heavenly Father, that now, Heavenly Father, we have went too far, Heavenly Father. This territory, we will protect it, Heavenly Father. They stood, Heavenly Father. They withstand, Heavenly Father, all the forces, Heavenly Father. These are our examples that we need in our lives, Heavenly Father. Even though the journey that we are traveling, Heavenly Father, it looks difficult, Heavenly Father. But we know the end of it, Heavenly Father, we shall be victorious, Heavenly Father. We can even declare, Heavenly Father, now that we are, Heavenly Father, at this hour, victorious, Heavenly Father. Sickness, Heavenly Father, if it can be in our way, Heavenly Father, we must just claim, Heavenly Father, from those blessings, Heavenly Father. Claim that territory, Heavenly Father, that the healing is mine, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, if there are problems, Heavenly Father, on our way, Heavenly Father, we need that territory, Heavenly Father. We need to be blessed, Heavenly Father. We need to live harmoniously, Heavenly Father, as it was, Heavenly Father, in Gulf of Eden, Heavenly Father, where everything was in harmonious, Heavenly Father. That's why, Heavenly Father, we must just, Heavenly Father, tell the devil that the devil, you are the liar, Heavenly yes. Father. In our lives, Heavenly Father, you don't have anything to partake, Heavenly Father, anything to touch, Heavenly Father. We are blessed by this word this morning, Heavenly Father. It has encouraged us, Heavenly Father. We will walk with it, Heavenly Father. That's why we say, Heavenly Father, your men, Heavenly Father. Day by day, Heavenly Father, as he's preparing these words, Heavenly Father, may you give him strength, Heavenly Father. We know it's not an easy job, Heavenly Father, but it needs, Heavenly Father, thy grace from you, Heavenly Father. We also, Heavenly Father, we are praying for our pastor, Heavenly Father. Continue to bless him, Heavenly Father. Bless also his family, Heavenly Father. Let his family also support him, Heavenly Father. The church is here, Heavenly Father. Let it support him, Heavenly Father, so that everything, Heavenly Father, is in harmonious, Heavenly yes. Father. The pastor, the church, Heavenly Father, the spirit, Heavenly Father, we are all one, Heavenly Father. Yes. We can also, Heavenly Father, withstand all these evil spirits, Heavenly Father, of our age, Heavenly Father, yes. that we see, Heavenly Father, day by day, Heavenly Father. That's why we need you, Heavenly Father. We say, Heavenly Father, we cannot depart from this grace, that you have given unto us, Heavenly Father. We will stand, Heavenly Father. We'll keep on working if the journey becomes difficult, Heavenly Father. But we will stand until the last hour, Heavenly Father. Thank Heavenly Father. Bless our families, Heavenly Father. As we depart here, Heavenly Father, may we bless, Heavenly Father, each and every soul that was here. There are those that couldn't manage to come, Heavenly Father. We say, Heavenly Father, break all, Heavenly Father, the chains of the devil, Heavenly Father, so that next time they can come, Heavenly Father, to your house to come and feed from this spiritual food, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we are also asking for traveling mercy. Bless us as we are going home, Heavenly Father. You know our needs in our houses, Heavenly Father. Continue to bless our family, Heavenly Father. As we commit everything to you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Agama.
Message must sink in. Help me, our guitarist here. Nice shoes, nice suit, man. Amen. Musicians can really dress. Thank you, Lord. 
just turn around and say to your neighbor, I bought a golden crown in eternity. Mine I know is there. It has my name written on it. If you get there before I do, you can't take it because it has my name on it. The race is is not for the swift. Hallelujah. Amen. My name is there. Brother Brenham says I had a dream. He says the names were being called. Neville Omen. Neville Omen. Oh, Neville Omen. Come to the fore. And he says they give him a crowd. And they say, William Brenham. But William Brenham. He says, as I was walking on that ice, I had one hand holding me. When I looked, it was hope. He says, I walked a little bit. I felt another one holding me. He says, it was me, that. Oh, there's coming a day when I will walk through the eye. My wife will hold my hand. And we will receive a crown as a family. That is a crown of gold, brother. Christianity is not just to live for free. There is there is a price at the end of this. But while fighting, because help us
some cars you see them on the roads sometimes maybe it will be cold the name of the car is cold yeah and then behind it will be written powered by mercedes benz so that means 
the confidence that you've got in Mercedes Benz, you can transfer it into calls. By virtue of it powering calls. If we were cast, we were going to be written powered by Christ. Hallelujah. Look, I think let's stop here. There is a calendar. We are going to have music service. Just to come here and just have praise on worship. Amen. I think the trustees, they are arranging a notice board so that you can have all those dates there. But it's been great to have all, all of you here. May God grant you the traveling mercy. God bless you, Chaoke. Nice to see you. Brother Mashan there from Lesotho. God bless you. But my friend there, Masango, God bless you. May God richly bless all of you. Maybe on a way out, Regari. I said, but it's the grace of the Lord. My, my sister, there are people that are using aqua cream as much as you do. Even when they've used it, you is not only aqua cream, it's the grace of God. Amen. So you can testify to the world that if you see me this beautiful because of the grace of the Lord. May God richly bless you till we meet on Wednesday. Six o'clock. And some of you will see on Sunday, nine o'clock. Have a blessed, victorious week. God bless you. Let's sing it, church. God bless you, say. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you.